That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Ground for whatever and the thing to is, <laughs> the thing is, this whole sacrifice thing, this giving mm-hmm. up something, it's mm-hmm. all optional. Right. There's nothing, you don't have to do it. Right. There's nothing. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're your co-hosts. I'm Peter Billman. I'm Cecil Davis. And we're just trying to have a conversation without using Google or fact-checking things online. Those things can so easily kill the conversation. Speaking of killing the conversation, how are you doing, Cecil? I'm doing great. You just came off of a pretty good cold. I hadn't seen you that sick in a really long time. How you how yeah, you sounded? Doing much better. You have a your kind of voice has kind of changed. You've kind I know. Of got I'm hoping, this I'm hoping deep the radio voice. Breaker one nine. I know. Breaker I know we got podcast. Our, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll stick I, around. I had the same thing. I had a frog in my throat, and mm-hmm. I was um, I was on a conference call with people that knew me mm-hmm. from Sweden. And I got on the phone, and there are other people in the room with me, mm-hmm. and. Throughout the conversation, about we got five minutes into it, you know, kind of chit chat. How's the weather? Right. Someone finally asks, well, "Where's Peter? And who's this other person in the room with us? <laughs> who's the guy with the deep voice?" It was me. I had this, you know, this yeah. cold, and it just completely changed my voice. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I think I'm past the cold, but my cough hangs on. So it's... if you hear any little crunching sounds in the microphone, yeah, sorry about that. He's chomping on some uh, some cough drops here, but you seem to be doing all right. We don't have a cough button on our. On our um, mixer, we need to have a cough button. What's a cough like, button? That's where if you feel like you can cough, it'll cut the mic out for a second. Oh, all right. Yeah, we need to get one of those. How about, or we could just you could just edit it out. Edit it out, right? <laughs> all right, hey, you got a topic today. Oh man, so so today this is the Saturday after um, Ash Wednesday. Yes, and this started the 40 days of lent what's you, the 40 days of lent? are you familiar with lent i am familiar with lent so lent is you and a, i are both believers and uh elders so 40 days yeah but you know our tradition doesn't celebrate lent right, right? and my tradition growing up did not celebrate. right so our, our the the lent tradition really comes from uh, the the orthodox church and the catholic church and right. when the protestants broke off they really didn't continue with lent but we still recognize the calendar, the church calendar, right. uh, in our church, and some of us like to observe Lent. So it's a forty days of reflection that leads up to Easter. Okay, and it, it starts with Fat Tuesday. Well, really, Lent starts that's the with last day. yeah. It starts with Ash Wednesday. It's when uh-huh. it starts, but that's what Fat Tuesday is. You're kind of indulging in a bunch of things because you're about to give a bunch something up. So for Lent. Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so everybody's celebrating Fat Tuesday right. on Mardi Gras. That's right. And is Carnival in Rio also that's Fat That's all Tuesday? part of that. I'll say. So that's all celebrations prior to the forty Ash days. Wednesday. The forty days of of contemplation, mm-hmm. uh, 
parallels the, 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 the 40 days and 40 nights Jesus was in the desert. Okay. Okay. And tradition says you, you give up, uh, you, you give up something. Uh, you, you fast from different foods and festivities. Uh, you, you spend more time praying. You spend more time giving and serving the poor. Uh, but the popular thing is to give up something. Mm. And the more, even more popular thing is, you probably have heard this, is that you don't eat meat. Though, so the Orthodox Church would give up meat really? for that 40 days. The Catholic Church gave up meat on Fridays. That's why they eat seafood on Friday. But fish doesn't count as meat. And so that's why during Lent, this time of year, there's a lot of filet of fish commercials for McDonald's. Really? Have you ever noticed that? I've never noticed that. And there's filet of fish. All the the restaurants really pump up the fish. Huh. So Lent is 40 days of contemplation. Right. So if you don't know the Bible, Jesus spent 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. Right. That's when he was tempted by the devil. Mm-hmm. Fasting. That's right. He was also fasting. Right. So we use that 40 days to commemorate that and to get us ready for Easter. Easter is the big deal. We'll have another episode about Easter later on right. in the, in the uh, closer to the end of March, because Easter, I think, is the last weekend in March. But anyway, so when you think about giving up things, you know, it's a hard thing to do. Have you ever, have you ever given up something for Lent? I have not. You've never done this. I have never done this. Why not? Well, tell me, tell me what your topic is first, and then I'll come back to. Or do you want to hear first? No, I, I want to. I just want to hear first because the the topic is ways to get around Lent. Really? <laughs> yes. Ways people get around Lent. <laughs> yes. There's there's two distinct ways people have gotten around, especially the the fasting and. Uh, abstaining from eating meat. Leave it to Christians to figure out a way to I'm get around. I'm telling you, it was actually monks of all people. That's what don't sound right. Okay, it's I will tell you. Tell this me. is for the record, so it can be used against me in, you know, in session. <laughs> sure, sure. All right, first of all, I grew up Southern Baptist. There you go. And so I don't remember anybody, I don't remember talking about Lent. Me neither. Much, much, much less giving up something for Lent. Right, right. Um, but then in my my... 20 years ago, I uh, moved to the Presbyterian Church. And this has become more of a thing even in our church. Yeah, last, right. Maybe was, 10 years or something. I would, I would say about the same thing 10 years yeah. ago. But then I began to hear people giving up things for Lent. Now, I'm, this is my opinion only. Go for it. I do not mean to offend anyone. This is just me. Here we go. Okay. I do not give up things for Lent because I think it's out of proportion with the sacrifice of Christ. It's out of proportion. Well, everything's out of proportion well, with the yeah. sacrifice of Christ. Right, but right. For, so for me to say I'm giving up chocolate for Lent, I think somebody who does it probably says that this is them sacrificing something they love to make them focus more on prayer and service and giving, right? Okay. For me, the way I see it, for me, I cannot emphasize this enough, is that that would be a trivial thing for me to give up, Um. In comparison to what Christ gave up sure. for him. And I, so I, that even in even do it for me, doing it in commemoration, to me, feels like I'm doing something trivial. Right. Now, I think it driving you toward better things is great, but I just can't, in my mind, I can't quite make that leap. So that's why I don't do it. I got you. I got yeah. you. So the reason I mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. is um, not as a commemoration. Mm-hmm. It's not even as a sacrifice right. that I'm offering. It's not to gain favor. Right. It is literally to help me remember what's about to happen, what we're going to 
what we're going to celebrate. And, right. and, and really, I've, I've done different things. I've given up things, mm-hmm. and I've tried to adopt new things. I've oh, added go. things. Yeah. So <laughs> one, one year, I gave up speeding. Oh, wow. I mean, I, it was... The speed limit. Were you hypermiling at the same time? Did you like combine two things? No, no. I I was just, and let me tell you, you want to talk about suffering. Really? (laughs) It is hard not to go five miles over the speed limit because everyone does it. And you're not, it's not a peer pressure thing is you literally think you're going to get run over. (laughs) So did, well, did that encourage you toward prayer? I guess it probably did. It did. Well, just, I mean, I'm right. Every time the cars are whizzing back by mm-hmm. me at 15 miles an hour faster than I'm driving, mm-hmm. thinking, why am I doing this? This is why I'm doing this. Right. right? Yeah. Now, my kids drove them nuts because they're used to being in the car with dad right. and ain't nobody passing us. Right, right, right. But then all of a sudden, dad, we're never going to get there. I think we had I, one of the years I gave it up speeding. Mm-hmm. We were driving to Richmond oh. to go visit uh, Emily's college. Yeah, that was... That was painful. So anyway, mm. that's one thing. Did it give you opportunity to talk to your kids about Lent? Oh yeah, sure did. Huh? Why? Why are you doing this, Dad? <laughs> well, I descri- described described why. Cool. Um, so one of the things I'm doing now, this this particular mm. Lent, is I don't put sugar in my coffee. Okay. Something that's simple. I really love it. Mm. Um, but it's just an, it's it's an easy reminder. As I'm drinking this bitter coffee. Right. No other symbolism. Just right. to remember what's coming up. Easter is coming up. I commend you in this. Yeah. And the other thing I'm I adding. I encourage you in this. Thank you. And the other thing I'm adding mm-hmm. is I'm listening to a book on tape about, uh, no, duck on tape. <laughs> <laughs> you got your cassette tape yeah, out, did you? Yeah, a book on 8-track. <clears throat> you no. gave up technology uh, for a listening to an audio book, <laughs> even though I'm still on, yeah, I'm gonna listen, just listening to an audio book about uh, the ordinary liturgies of the day. That's, nice. that's So I'm just adding that in. So You're anyway. a good elder, Peter. Oh well, don't don't be impressed. Yeah. I'm just trying. I'm just trying something new mm. to help me, good. to help me remember. But it it brought up so it brought up this <laughs> this conversation I had uh, with a German friend. All right. All right. So we were um, we were talking about the food of Germany okay. and how you know not necessarily known for its food. Germany is right. Yeah, I, I, right. yeah, I've I mean, never been. So. You got schnitzel, right? Schnitzel's fantastic. Um, but there's a couple. There's a couple word. There's a couple. Mm-hmm. There's one food called um, maltaschen. Mm-hmm. Maltaschen. Mm-hmm. Right. So its literal um, its literal translation is either um, mouth pockets mm-hmm. or mouth bags. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, but it's basically ravioli. Okay. All right. It's yeah. it's it's a pasta. It's filled with mm. with meat and cheese or something. Mm. All right. There's another word for it. Mm. And now I'm going to tell you the word. I'm mm. going to try to pronounce it in German. Mm. And if I, if I pronounce it slightly wrong, mm. it's a it's a very it's a it's a vulgar curse word at the really? end of it. Yeah. Oh. Well. So I'm not I'm not saying that word. Okay. All right. I wouldn't know anyway. So yeah. So the the word is. Say it right, Peter. Hergatz bishaisela. Okay. Hergatz bishaisela. Okay. Hopefully that was right. So the little translation is God cheater. The longer name of it is God cheating noodle. Really? Right. And the reason it's called a God cheating noodle mm-hmm. is that during Lent, the monks would put meat in it mm-hmm. 
In the noodle. In the noodle. And the idea was, you can't see it, right. but you're getting your meat. So God, God, God couldn't see inside the noodle, evidently. Evidently, God right. couldn't see inside the noodle. Mm. And I just thought, you know, I heard, I said, that don't sound right. right. Is, that, is that legit? That's, is that true? Is it legit? It's legit. Monks did it. 17th century monks. To get around not eating meat during Lent. Right. They would put meat in the, in the, in what was called the, and really it was called maltashin. Uh-huh. And maltashin's very good, actually. Wow. It's usually sautéed in butter. Oh, it's so good. That's a lot of work to get around not eating meat. It is. I would think. The other, the, the other workaround, mm. <laughs> the other workaround is that aquatic mammals uh-huh. were considered fish. Were uh-huh. deemed fish. So now you can eat. What? Beaver. Oh. Otters. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know about otters, but uh-huh. definitely it's the beaver. Right. That beaver was considered a fish. So you could eat beaver uh-huh. on Fridays. Nice. Because it was considered a fish. But I imagine anything like a muskrat right. would be okay. I would think an otter. Any other aquatic... It sounds like... I mean, Any really, other aquatic mammals that we're, we're dealing with here? That's what I was trying to think of. What else you would have access to in Germany... I don't know. I can't think what else they would have <laughs> to right. like, But still, they would be eating meat. Right. All you need is just one aquatic mammal. Right. And then you're back in business. Play, I, I guarantee that, that leave it to us to come around with some kind of workaround for whatever and we're supposed to be is, doing. The thing is, this whole sacrifice thing, this giving mm-hmm. up something, it's yeah. all optional. Right. There's nothing. You don't have to do it. Right. There's nothing... So why why do why it work? cheat it? Why cheat? Why cheat it? Right, even the monks. monks <laughs> I think we still do that kind of stuff, though. Well, we do. And I was trying to think of a good example of that, where we where there's, you know, there's a rule, but then you have a workaround for it. Oh yeah, I think the term loophole. Well, I, absolutely. Are you about to do your taxes? Right. <laughs> I'm sure we all do that, where we justify. Oh well, this is so. Oh yeah, that's so. that's totally tax. Yeah, that's total tax acceptable. Or that's yeah, they don't care about that. Speaking of which, you know, have we cons- have you considered have we considered that this is a hobby in which this is a loss? Oh, you mean we should incorporate and <laughs> make this a loss? Well, I don't know. Do, do we even have to incorporate? This is just a hobby. Can you take a hop- hobby loss? There's such thing as hobby loss. Really? Oh yeah, there's such thing as hobby loss. Maybe we should do that because we lose money every week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, not lose money. We pay money right, to right. do this something that right. we enjoy, but now, it doesn't make us. It money. might be. It might be the the real deal is that we're supposed to be trying to make money, <laughs> which we are. But we're supposed yeah. to really be trying to make money, right? And we're supposed to at least make money at least once during the year. During the year, we yeah. have we have made money at least once during a year, not this year. Right. We brought in some income, but we didn't yeah. claim any of it. No, no, no. Because we didn't claim the loss. So monks were trying to get around Lent. And Germans were trying to get around with And then we're able to get mouth pockets. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, why would you do that? I mean, it just seemed odd that you would come up with something that complicated for something that's not. I mean, maybe for the monks it was voluntary. I mean, it was mandatory. Oh, I imagine it was mandatory for right. them. Yeah. So then they're coming up with all kinds of ways to. Right. So someone comes and inspects, that. oh, yeah. what are you eating here? Ah. Maltoshin. Right. Oh, yeah, Maltoshin. Yeah, yeah. What's in the Maltoshin? Cheese. Yeah, right. Other stuff. <laughs> Other stuff. Other ingredients. <laughs> Beaver. Man, I encourage you in your uh, your lit this year. That's great. Oh, well, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. thanks. Does your family do it also? No. No, I'm the only one. Yeah. And you don't come with, up being, with any work around for you, not put Splenda? You know... <laughs> 
<laughs> that would be the workaround, right? Bunny asked me that. Yeah. She is now. Is it any kind of sweetener, sugar? Right. And I had to, I had to pause. I'm like, right. no, I'm not going to do any sweetener because I just no yeah, sweeteners, no sweetener, huh? Because I do prefer sugar over Splenda. Splenda right. wouldn't be the same, but it's really, it's just it's not sugar and it doesn't taste the same. But really, yeah. is that I'm just going to drink some bitter coffee for right, right. for 40 days. You're going to be honest about this. I'm gonna try. I'll let you know. Yeah. Ask me. Ask me in a couple days. I uh, and that's interesting. You th- yeah, I have never. Never done that. Christy does it. My wife does it. What does she do? She'll pick something every year to give up. No kidding. Mm. I, she's picked something this year, but I forget what it was. Okay. All right. Yeah. They have done, you know, there's people at work that I've heard they're doing it. Yeah. Like people give up soft drinks or. Right. I think that's a tough one for most people. Or they'll soft, give up their, yeah, soft drinks soft or coffee drink. or something like that. Oh, yeah. Coffee? Yeah. yeah. That'd be suffering. Would you give up coffee? No. Mm. No, because I mean the reason I'm I mean part of the reason I'm doing it is is really just a, as a reminder, but I'm really just doing it as a doing things as doing things so as a reminder. You will be able to have sweetener in your coffee again on Easter morning. Well, so that goes to Holy Thursday after Easter. No, oh, before the before Easter. Oh, before, uh, before Easter. Before, okay, yeah, Holy so Thursday, Holy Thursday is when Good Friday is the end of Lent. Right? Okay, so you can drink coffee on Good Friday. On Good Friday, I can put sweetener back Sweet, in my coffee. Sweetener back. But maybe why I is it? Wonder why it's not Easter that's in the Lent. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I don't know what what brings us up. Why doesn't it bring us up to Resurrection Sunday? Resurrection Sunday. You'd think you would. You would wait until all the way until Resurrection Sunday right. before you you get back on it. Well, that's the other interesting thing. There's another reason, and I don't know how married I am to this reason. But the other thing I've always thought is that. We're not on, we're on this side of the cross. It's like, we don't have to give up anything. And and I mean, I understand again, why people do it. This is my thoughts again, (laughs) is that we're, we're on the redeemed side of the cross so that it would be more of a celebrate. Uh, To me, it'd make more sense to, to do more than less. Uh, Well, but again, if you're coming from the standpoint of memorial or reminding, I understand, but well, we could, we should conceivably be celebrating all year round, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. So that would be the other thing that's kind of in the back of my mind about it. We probably don't do that good either. I don't think we do. We what's I'm not good at a party anyway. Oh yeah. So what's your what's your mo at a party? I'm usually off to the side. <laughs> I'm much better. I think one to one, one on one. Yeah. I either have to be the complete center of attention, uh-huh. or I have to be like just one on one. I can't. I can't just like mingle at a party. As of these days, mm-hmm. I don't mind mingling, but I can't hear a thing. Really? Oh yeah. I can't you mean hear. Physically, can't I, hear. I physically can't hear anymore. It's when there's huh. a lot of background noise. Right. It just drowns out the person right in front of me talking. I'm. I'm. Huh. It's a struggle. I think I've stood at edge of parties with you and talked before. Yes, we have. Yeah. Because I can hear you. I can hear people off on the edge. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm better off at a party just talking. But I think I would like to be the kind of person that could celebrate more than I do. But I'm not a good party person. I think just being there is celebrating. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Your presence. Yeah. Your presence. It's good enough. Okay. You know, you're out there dancing and, you know, making 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 a fuss. You're just there. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Well, man, I think you brought us a good topic today. You like this? Well, yeah. it is Lent, so for those of you that are uh, celebrate Lent, 
I thought this was a fun, that don't sound right type of story that goes along with that. And if you if you don't celebrate Lent, that's fine too. You get a peek into what different people think about this thing. Because, I mean, I imagine most people have heard of it. Yeah. And maybe not even know what it is. Yeah, or they've probably heard the expression, giving it up for Lent. Giving it up for Lent, right. Yeah. So, all right, well, it doesn't sound right, but you have come to the end of another That Don't Sound Right. Hey, before we close, we want to thank everyone for listening. If this is your first time and enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button on the platform you listen with? Also, if you're a longtime listener, go out there and give us a rating. Leave us a review so others can easily find us and join the conversation. All right, That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Campbell City Studios. Before I go, I want to mention, once again, our advertiser, Wonderfully Made Designs, small business, specializing in custom-made T-shirts, decals, and uh, contact Casey on Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs, 139.14. The numbers matter, and we should be getting our order of window decals uh, nice. any, any day now. That's great. Thanks, I Casey. Can't. Yeah. Um, use code TDSR10 for 10% off your first purchase. All right. So I am your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. Peter is your other host and web designer. Camille is your barista. Emily does our graphic design. Ella does our Instagram. Giorgio tests our merchandise. Brent is our international brand ambassador. And as always, listener number one is Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. Stay curious.